Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, we're back. This is Loose Lips. I'm Robin Richford. And I'm Sophie Brown. You know what? We're feeling well sorry for ourselves, aren't we, Soph? We are. I don't know if you can hear it. You'll hear it in our voices. You will hear it in our voices. We'll jump into it in just a second. Now, of course, if you've not checked out our extra lippy episodes, make sure you do. It's basically where we give you as much good advice as we possibly can, right? We do. Wow, good advice, great advice. We'll see about that. But yeah, you can DM us on Instagram or send them to the email address looselips at createproductions.com. And it's the Loose Lips podcast. I feel like I just said the funny, didn't I? It's the lip. The. The. The Loose Lips. The. 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 We're having a mare. We came in today, didn't we? And I was like, no, actually, Sophie said to me just outside as we were coming in, oh, you know what, Robson, I'm feeling a bit ill today. And I was like, oh my God, I'm ill too. So we're we're definitely feeling sorry. I never get ill. I see, I do. It's when I burn the candle at both ends, which I've been doing. That's exciting though. You've been partying. A little bit. <laughs> and I, I think it's obviously I've just caught a bug or something. But. Oh, yeah, just a bug, yeah. It's just a bug. It's nothing to do with the tequila. I, no, never. <laughs> never to do with the tequila. Well, I feel like I've got a first world problem because I was in Paris at the weekend. Oh. Um, it was my best friend's 30th. And honestly, I was like full spring wardrobe. Like, because this time oh. of year, I'm just like, yes, I just want to feel nice and warm and cute. And I've got the pastels on, but I gave myself a bloody cold from it. Oh, see, that's it. That's what I've been doing, like manifesting summer. If you wear summer clothes, it might just happen. It never does. Well, it doesn't because look <laughs> at the state of me now. <laughs> Big mistake. I you. am regretting that yellow skirt and trainer combo. And my friend's pregnant. It was her 30th. And she was like, I'm going to wear tights. And I was thinking, oh, isn't that so cute? She's like sensible now she's pregnant. And no, mm. I, I should have definitely copied thermal, it. Thermal, thermal tights. Did you get good pictures though in, in your spring outfit? I did, I okay. did. I, I'm going to have to hit, get you to help me pick some Insta Insta content. Well, come on, you do it with the content, so <laughs> content is king. Yeah, content is king. Don't worry about the so- yeah. sound of my voice. I sound like I smoke like 40 fags a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's coughing, she's coughing. Now we're going to jump into today's episode and it's all about careers today, which I feel like is a topic that... You know what, sometimes, I mean, we've touched on a little bit over the last few episodes, but sometimes it can be a topic that's kind of forgotten about in the women's space in a way, Um, especially when you start to get to your late 20s, early 30s. It's more kind of people talking about kids and things like that. So Mm. um, it'd be good to kind of jump in and talk about careers and changing careers is a big one, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I think there's also like this 
this pressure and this expectation that like you should know what you want to do or what you are doing, especially in your late 20s. But realistically, who who does like you've got all the time to still be able to change that. But I think that there's that preconception that like if you're not where you want to be by that age, you just feel a bit. I don't know, it can dishearten you a bit, whereas it shouldn't really. It shouldn't really. But I mean, if I'm completely honest, it does sometimes for me. Yeah. Like, you know, I definitely have moments where I'm like, you know, I should have this figured out. And like, mm. you know, how can I make a change at this late in my life? Which is mad because you feel like, you know, your late 20s isn't actually that late, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it feels it. It feels late because you've kind of got people that are a little bit more settled in terms of their jobs and what they're doing. Maybe how mm. they have kids and maybe they have... um you know, a partner and like the house and things like that. But even if you have all those things, I bet you still have the same, I guess, feelings that yeah. are kind of not there yet. Maybe even more so actually, because if you're, you know, you're single and you've been like in different jobs and you're kind of still finding it exciting, if you're quite settled and you're even like about to have kids or engaged or married, whatever, you might actually feel that you kind of need that change more. I guess you've had that change, haven't you? Because you've kind of mm. like moved uh, away from that full-time job into slightly more like fluid way of working would you say yeah exactly yeah it's quite interesting I, I've worked I've worked in tech for like eight years and I dropped out of uni so I haven't got a degree and I kind of like moved my way up the ranks and I was in a really well-paid high high up job but I just wasn't a lot of it was down to I think the situation itself but I just wasn't feeling it and I just thought I feel like you get I've, I spoke to a lot of different people and a lot of women as well that are kind of worked full-time jobs and then they've taken it out on their own. And they kind of said, there's no real time where someone's like, yeah, today's the day you should do it. Like there's not just, you, you don't just suddenly know. So I feel like it was a good opportunity for me to kind of like make that change. And yeah, just kind of diversify what I do a bit and monetize the skill set that you have. Because when you've worked and done something for many years, you might not think it, but you genuinely have a skill set that is, you know, that you can monetize and is valuable to a lot of businesses and people. How do you think you kind of like, I guess, discover what skill set you have? That sounds so stupid. But like, <laughs> if someone said to me, like, what skill sets do you have? I'd be like, I actually have none. Like, all I do is talk. You know, I'm, do you know what I mean, though? Like, really, like, realistically, it's mm. like, how do you, I guess, look at yourself objectively in that way in order to kind of, like, change career? It's so hard. See, it's funny because I could, like, pick loads for you and, like, big you up. I feel like you've <laughs> <Thanks> got... <so. laughs> um, you could do it for other people really easily, but it's yeah. funny because I've always said the same thing. I've always, since I was so young, wanted my own business, business owner, like... I wanted to do that, but I'm not a designer. I'm not like an artist. I'm not, there's not like a specific skill that I have. Yeah. My skill set is sort of just business or like, you know, sales, commercial, like building relationships, like a lot of things where it's difficult to just pick up and start start a company. Yeah. It's difficult to work that out. I mean, I think sitting down with people like your peers. Yeah, that's or probably even, a good show actually. Yeah, and working out what they are. Genuinely, it's a really good way to do it. There's things as well. I actually did a... I did a test recently that was basically my biggest strengths as well. Oh my God, is um, that like those tests you used to get at school that was like, uh, so if you just go through everything that you like and then it'll come out and tell you you should be a gardener. Yeah, baker, yeah. <laughs> One of those. <laughs> it was, um, oh, I'll have to get the name, but it was Strength Finders and um, it's it's good. It tells you tells you what your what your strengths are and then you can use them, obviously. Even even things like when you're like applying for jobs and stuff mm. like that, you can use these skill sets because if you're not sure what you want to do, yeah. it's not always necessarily like you're looking for something like the the role itself might be titled something completely different, but the actual like description might be the strengths that you have. Got you. 
Oh, I see what you mean. It's not because I guess when you're kind of looking at it, like I look at a traditional kind of like job description mm. and, you know, it's so funny because like sometimes it's literally like, you know, you're working at a till and it's like money handling, yeah. you know, like they really big it up, whatever yeah. it might be. So I, I look at it, you know, from the other mm. side and go, oh, I can't do any of that. Yeah. And I imagine that's quite common as a female to kind of look when you're kind of looking at job descriptions and think, oh, actually, I can't do any of that but maybe like you see yeah. there's a skill attached to it that you absolutely can exactly literally recently when I was thinking about making this change I was sat with a colleague and we were having a conversation about it and I was like what do you think I should do what do you think what job role encompasses me and they were like there's something called chief of staff which sits under like c-suites it sits under the CEOs and I'd never heard of it before no Don't I've never heard have. of that no I've never heard of that role before and as he explained it I was like oh my goodness, that, that sounds like a bit of me. And I honestly think there's so many roles out there that people probably don't even know exist. No, I wouldn't know they exist. So sometimes it's just like speaking to people and finding out what they think. I think that's, I think that's the best way to do it. It's finding out what other people think is your skill set and like aligning you to jobs they might think. And then you just go on LinkedIn and find them. <laughs> yeah, that's the way. And you can do it like just through like keywords and things, can't you? Like yeah. knowing what to what to search. But I also think as well, there's challenges, right? So you are in your late 20s and I guess people were starting to get to a slightly more solid place, probably financially and what, within mm. whatever kind of workspace they're in. It's like, do you take that step back and do you retrain? Or do you, you know, or do you step to a more junior role you know that's going in the right direction or you know the new direction it's like that's scary that's scary because mm. you feel like you're just stepping back you don't want to miss out on money either yeah. I, I've had pe I've had a few people ask me they'll ask me you know should I I really want to completely change up what I'm doing but I'm 27 or I'm 32 mm. or however old and it's like your your first initial answer is like yes absolutely I feel like if someone wants to make that change then they can definitely do it like there's nothing stopping them but from a money perspective it is hard because if you work your way up somewhere and then you enter a new you know industry it's likely that you're going to have to start much further down and that's kind of like it's kind of risk versus reward because mm -hmm. if it's something that's going to make you happier and that you're more passionate about and you'll genuinely enjoy it then the money obviously it's important, but I feel like as long as you've got enough there to be able to cover the, you know, your bills and the things that you need to, then sometimes it's it's worth the risk to do that. But I swear it depends. It depends as well, like if you think it is worth the risk. So I made a career change when I was 24. So I was slightly younger, which is ironic really, because I remember thinking I was too old. <gasps> That's mad, isn't yeah. it? I remember <laughs> thinking, I'm too old for this. I, I'm too late. I honestly thought I was too late. But if I'm like being completely transparent, there are certain things within the job that I'm now in and the industry that I'm now in that I am a little late for, right. you know, like, cause it does take you, you know, however many years, I guess it's like anything. It's like a journey, right? And like, if you're kind of looking at the destination, it takes, you know, on average, say five years to get to that destination. Yeah, mm. you can run it so you can get there in three or, you know, you can really like crawl it and get mm. there in seven. But there is still like a minimum amount of time it's going to take to get there. Yeah. Does that make sense? So like, so for instance, like I made the change when I was 24. Now there's girls in the game that I'm in now that have been in the game for like 10 years, not 20 years, not since there were five. <laughs> <laughs> but they've been in the game for 10 years mm. because they started when they were 18. Yeah. And so then naturally you compare yourself to people at the exact same age as you. Yeah. That are in your industry and you're like, why am I not there yet? And it's because they've got five years ahead of you. Yeah. So I do think it's important to be transparent that you will feel like you are playing catch up and there might be some boats that you have missed yeah but it's kind of just saying well 
A, they probably weren't my boat. And if they were, then it's gone anyway. And so, yeah. but I think that's important. I think people don't talk about that a lot. I think there's so much on TikTok and on Instagram and all these platforms that are like, quit your job and you can do it too. You yeah. absolutely can do it too. But there, you know, but be aware that like, I know when my friends were buying houses, getting married, financially much better off, I was still behind them because mm. I had changed career. I'd stepped yep. back financially and got less money. And also I wasn't able to make those decisions yet because I wasn't established enough. Yeah. So there are sacrifices that will need to be made. And I think that as long as you are absolutely 100% sure that the change is that important to you, then yeah. it's fine. Those sacrifices almost, you know, they become redundant in a way, but they are still there. Welcome to the Train Happy Podcast with me, Tally Rye. This is the podcast that helps you have a feel-good relationship with fitness, food, and body image. Each week, we'll be digging into an intuitive and inclusive approach to our health and well-being as we're joined by leading experts, friends of mine, and you to hear more about the journey of letting go of diet culture and feeling good in the skin you're in. It's a podcast for everyone, no matter what body you're in. You can find us wherever you found this podcast. Just search Train Happy wherever you get your podcasts and hit follow. I think that there's a lot in the media, like you said, TikTok, things like that. That's mm. like, yeah, just quit, you know, follow your passion. And that is amazing. But you have to weigh up whether that risk is worth it, because there are long term effects, which are you're probably going to be further behind, you know, your mm. colleagues or your peers of the same age. If you make that switch, if you're OK with that, you're willing to put in more work then, you know, that's up to you. I mean, mm. I always have been the youngest in the room, like always. I That's like, such a good thing. Yeah, but now I don't feel it's like I so am. Hun. And it is that, it feels weird. I, I don't know. like it. I used to always be like, oh. I was like every company I was in, you know, I was the youngest account manager or this, or like I was performing the best for my age and, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, or I'd be in a meeting and I'd think, oh yeah, like all these people are older than me. And now I'm like, there's all these newbies coming up. But the thing is, there is that kind of like, I don't know, that that switch in kind of, you you kind of turn into the person, you know, I was learning. I was like, I absorbed everything. I was like a sponge. I was like, I just loved it. Like I really enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, I'd, I'd seek that kind of that education from, you know, people that were doing really well around me. I think that helped me do quite well, actually. I yeah. always say to people, I think that's so important. Again, if you're switching as well, even if you're learning from someone that's younger than you, take it on board. You know, who yeah. cares if they, you know, if they're, if they're good at what they do, they're good for a reason. Like, you know, sit down, like ask them questions, all of that. But yeah, I mean, I've, I feel like there's that switch. You kind of turn into the teacher a little bit, then the learner, like you're the mentor, then the, the mentee. And I feel like I'm hopefully making that, that switch. switch yeah. yeah. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. And that's where it's tricky, I think, because if you change to a completely different industry, you're the age of what should be a mentor, but really you're the mentee. Yeah. And that's where it's tricky because you have to you have to almost humble yourself in a way and be like, This is my journey. I am where I am. Like and like television, I know that like when I was working in kids' telly, for instance, there was someone that really sticks to my mind where, he, you know, he'd gone on to have this really amazing career and whatever he did and then had just switched to television in, in his early 30s. And he was, you know, the runner, which is um, basically the person that, you know, like makes the tea and does all the, you know, mm-hmm. it's a very junior role. It's usually that kind of 18 year old. But he was in his early 30s and he was doing that. Um, and I thought fair play. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because you just think like, and, and now like he is progressed, you know, way quicker than an 18 year old probably would because now he's in the producer role in, in the space of like two or three years, which is, you know, kind of unheard of. But it's really interesting because I think what you don't see is when you make that switch, sometimes you might have, feel a little insecure, like, oh gosh, I'm, you know, I'm a little bit yeah. older than everyone else. It's kind of whether you're taking on an apprenticeship in your early 30s or late 20s and you think everyone's kind of judging you. But actually, weirdly, I think it's the opposite. Like people are like fair play and they help you. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think that there's that level of respect. If you are changing career at a later stage, it's likely that you're still going to have a skill set that's applicable to this new, you know, thing that you want to do. So I like this guy who's a runner and then he progressed quite quickly, probably because he had already built his experience, you know, previously. Mm-hmm. Even if it wasn't in the exact same thing, yeah. there's so much stuff that's transferable. So you might think, oh my goodness, I'm transferring from one career into something that's completely different. But if you've got five years experience, you've still got five years of experience in something, you know, just because it's not the exact match of, of, of you know, the new industry that you're in, it's still something. You're not starting from nothing. No, you're not, but it can feel like that, can't it? And I think as well, like, obviously we're talking about careers, but it also goes into, like, relationships and things like that because I know a few of my friends have been in very long-term relationships are like, oh, God, fuck starting again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to start all over again. And career can sometimes feel like that as well, where you're like, God, I put 10 years of graft into this. Like, I don't want to start at the bottom again. But I think it's knowing that life's actually quite long if you're lucky. Yeah. And, you know, for the average person, it is a long time to be in the working world. Don't even get me started on the pension age. That's going to be long gone, guys. <laughs> so don't even attempt to be thinking about retirement. <laughs> don't even bother. No, exactly. Don't even bother. Yeah, so it's like, it's a long time to be in something that you think you could be thriving elsewhere. Yeah, that's so true. I think you've got to remember as well, like if you're going to be working for a really long time, do something that you enjoy to an extent. I appreciate not everyone can do something that they love, mm-hmm. but at least finding like something that you enjoy enough to be able to do that every day, even if it's just the people that you get to surround yourself with because your colleagues, you spend 
I don't even know how many hours, but it's ridiculous. More hours than your partner for a lot of your life. Yeah, exactly. That is actually mental when you think about it, isn't yeah. it? When you're actually, or or you do the opposite, right? You get a job that you don't really have any interest in at all. Oh yeah. For the finance, right? And so if you're like, yeah, I I know like there's that kind of thing, especially if you're kind of into the kind of finance sector, probably tech as well. <laughs> you know, like get in there, do your five years, and get and get out. You know, take what you need money wise and leave. And I know a lot of people kind of do that as well. And then I think looking at the lifestyle you have mm. around your work can sometimes just motivate you to get up and do something that you actually hate but you're like feck it I I clock off at five o'clock I get good money for it or even if you don't get good money you're just like I get to clock off and don't have to think about it again and I you know and I like that lifestyle I like having the weekend to just totally switch off and I don't I don't want a bloody side hustle yeah see that's so true I feel like that's a really good point I think because my perspective is like they say live to work and work to live don't they which one am I which wait, 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 work to live. So there's work to live, live to which is the one that you just said, which is, is where you you work and you get your money and then you live, like you yeah, live your life yeah, yeah. and then live to work. Yeah, I'm not live to work, but like I genuinely enjoy working. Like I really yeah. and I and like I said, I want to build a business or whatever. Like I've got that. I like to be stimulated in that way. Yeah. So for me, it's like it's a mix of both, really. But like I do go above and beyond, and I don't mind doing things like out of hours. But having said that, I have a really good work life balance, and I feel like that's really important. It shouldn't be your whole entire life. But everybody's so different. Mm-hmm. I would say I'm more want to enjoy my work so that I can, yeah. But I have friends that are literally work to live, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And I think there's this weird toxic thing at the minute where you should want to be an entrepreneur or that you should want to have a side hustle or you should want to monetize everything. You go to a cafe, that should be on your Instagram so you make money from it. You know, there's this weird... I don't know, or like come and make 100K by doing, um, what are those called? The reviews of products and stuff like that. <laughs> and I'm just like, some people just don't want to do that. Mm. And like one of my friends who's in the corporate world, she said to me like, why is the nine to five suddenly become such a bad thing? And it was so interesting when she said it to me because she was like, I love it. She's like, I get up, I go to my yeah. work. I care enough about it to do a good job. I don't care enough about it to do anything extra. Yeah. I leave, I clock off at five o'clock, I go for a drink with my friends yeah. and I live my life. And it pays for the flat I like, it pays for the holidays that I want. And she's just like, why is that such a bad thing? Like it's as yeah. if you've got to want to be so career driven. So maybe you're, you know, going down maybe like a slightly more artistic route. So maybe you've been a photographer t- for 10 years and you're thinking, actually, let me just change and work in HR so that yeah. I can switch off, you know? Yeah. And I think that kind of having the confidence to think about the whole lifestyle that goes around whatever career you're now changing to is really important yeah because otherwise you are gonna look at a career and glamorize it yes and actually it's not the lifestyle you want I actually had a friend who was the opposite always worked in corporate then went back to university to do photography Mm. was like I love photography and you know in his spare time and you know I want to make a career out of it and I was like amazing went back to university did this degree in photography left and then was like shit me like Mm. I've taken the love out of what I loved yeah yeah. And so actually I shouldn't have made that switch because actually that was something I just did anyway because I loved it. Now it's become work and it's a whole different thing and mm. I can't switch off from it because yeah. something like photography until you're established enough, you know, you're it's every minute of every day you've got to try and find work. So it is important, I think, when you are making a change to kind of look at, okay, what's my day-to-day going to look like? What's my lifestyle going to look like? Is it yeah. going to pay for the lifestyle that I want? Like if you want a Lamborghini, like photography, 
it's going to be a wee while till you get there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Lamborghini's a good car, right? Yeah, I, lo- <laughs> I love a Lambo. That's that's the car I, I love want. a Lambo. That's How many have you got, Sophie? Oh, no, I wish. I, that was the so that was the car that I wanted when I was like 11. Is it? Yeah. Hilarious. Mine was uh, like Mercedes. It wasn't even that flash. I mean, I say not even that flash. Uh, I don't have a Mercedes now, so what am I talking about? <laughs> Goals. Goals. Um, <laughs> yeah, the the entrepreneur thing, though, that's such a good point. I feel like it's, it's very glamorized, and especially at the moment. And I've got friends that have businesses. And like... What does it say? I think it's within three to five years, you're lucky if you start to like turn over any sort of money. And within the first five years, you're likely to fail. But I've got friends, their sole job is just breaking even every month. Like they're not even really paying themselves. No. And I just think that like, especially on TikTok again, but Mm. like in the media, I feel like it's so glamorized. I mean, I say, oh, I want my own business, but you know. It's kind of knowing like what that looks like. So my dad's an entrepreneur and it always was when I was younger. There was times where I would be like, you just don't see them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And my dad's an amazing hands-on dad. Like, you know what I mean? So for him, again, that was a conflict, right? Yeah. So it was like, I, he was driven to be this entrepreneur, but also, you know, the family man. And so that that was a conflict. And it was like, how does that lifestyle then marry into that, you know? And yeah. sometimes the business gets too big um, in a way because, it, you know, kind of runs away from you in that sense. And your your time's more, yeah. I guess, um needed you know what I mean you need to be more in it sort of thing so it's really interesting like I think when you kind of look at changing careers in your in your late 20s and early 30s and it's like making that decision I I believe is a completely different uh decision making process than if you're in your early 20s and you're trying to still figure it out because mm. you're kind of at that age where if you do want children if you do want to settle like will this get me the lifestyle that I need yeah it's is such an important question to ask I think yeah, no, I think that's so true. I think really it's it's absolutely possible. And it's, you know, if it's going to make you happier, then that's a huge, huge thing to consider. But there's so many other things. I feel like it's a really big decision to make and it shouldn't be taken lightly. So yeah, if you're passionate enough about it and you can make it work, then definitely. But it's one of those sit down and seriously like pro and con the shit out of that. Pro and con <laughs> the shit out of that. That would be my top tip, actually. My top tip from when I switched and I know I was slightly younger I was like 24 25 the top piece of advice I ever got from anyone was get your income from somewhere else especially if you're going into creative arts 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 Uh. I said (laughs) (laughs) creative arts if you're going into the creative arts in terms of whether that's um you know photography graphic design presenting you know acting you know whatever that may be make sure you have an income from somewhere else because it takes the pressure off the business you're trying to build because when you start needing to get your income to just survive off of this new venture you start making decisions based on money rather than the long-term benefit yeah and that's where shit can hit the fan because you start making short-term decisions because you need the cash flow right yeah and so then you can't look at the bigger picture and that would be my top tip if you're kind of going into um, whatever it might be that is creative especially only because that's obviously what yeah. I know I did like a sales job alongside it and that was the best thing I ever did like my yeah. friends that were relying on uh, presenting for money were making decisions that I wouldn't have made they were doing corporate gigs that I wouldn't have made because it wasn't good for the PR it wasn't good branding it wasn't putting you in the right spaces but it was 800 quid and you need the money you know mm. so I think that would be my top tip if you're going to make a change yeah that's I've, such a good point and I've literally said that to people recently 
find something that pays the bills. So you've got something that pays the bills, mm -hmm. which is whatever job it might be, stacking shelves, whatever yeah. it is. When I take certain jobs, I don't want to have to do it because I need that money. Yeah. I want to make that decision because exactly, yeah, exactly that. That's such a good point. Get something that pays your bills and then takes the pressure off and you can at least pursue the, the jobs you actually want to do. Yeah, serve all the burgers, that's why I did. <laughs> yeah. All the burgers, honey. I'm veggie now, that's not very good, is it? <laughs> Would you like that medium? <laughs> Well, hopefully that's helped if you are kind of on that, um, I guess that cusp of trying to make a, a career change and the kind of weighing up the pros and cons and also just kind of looking at it a little bit more holistically. Is that right word? It is, yes. Mm, thanks, <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening to Loose Lips. It is, of course, with me, Robin Richard and Sophie Brown. And there is a bonus episode. I know I mentioned it a little bit earlier in the episodes, but we do have on Friday our extra lippy. We do. And subscribe, follow, rate, review. Leave us any feedback. And if you want to send in those questions, dilemmas for Extra Lippy, please send them to looselips at createproductions.com or on Instagram at the Loose Lips Podcast. And you can also get us on our personal Instagram, which is at Robin Richford and at Sophie HL Brown. And we will see you on Friday. Bye-bye. Bye. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.